right, all right. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Life of X Athletes. If you don't already follow the Athlete Group at the Athlete Group on Facebook, um, use the hashtag X Athlete for any of your X Athlete conversations. Um, we have a great one today. Um, it's going to be about chasing dreams and um, juggling life and still chasing that dream. Even when you get, even when you get older, even when people don't believe, um, the it's an art form. Um, everybody doesn't chase dreams. Everybody doesn't know how to chase their dreams. Um, so we talk about that. I have my guy Cody Terrell on the podcast this week. Um, Cody and I played ball together in high school. He ended up going and playing for a few schools, uh, Bowling Green and Howard. So it was a great episode. Uh, we talked about everything. Um, if you haven't already caught the last episode, um, we talked about talent. We talked about the, the good ones, the bad ones, what coaches looking for, what agents looking for. And I think it was a really good conversation. Uh, so thank you. Uh, the art of chasing dreams by King P. No, but me and uh, my boy here that um, is out of town all the time, don't never be around. Always in a party somewhere <laughs> on the mic. Always gotta say his tooth. Now my brother, my boy, Cody is good, man. Oh, good too. How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? We ain't gotta do that depth thing either. You know how they be depth. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't just talk for like 35, 40 uh, minutes already. For like a whole hour already, Chad. <laughs> but um, no, we're gonna be talking about chasing your dreams, and um, I think this is a perfect guy to be on this episode with, um. Because he stole a dream of mine one time. <laughs> and I think he knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, but he stole a dream of mine of wearing my favorite number. The jersey. <laughs> Got it! <laughs> my favorite number, number number 20. That jersey. Man. I got it in some of my um, YouTube clips that I wore in college. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about high school right now. Yeah, man. They, they had all the other bad jerseys. Man. I had to so come, he come, come in out of nowhere. <laughs> Where did you come from, first off? St. Joe's? St. Joe's, yeah. Oh. I went to St. Joe's freshman year, freshman, sophomore year. Played, played some football, some track, some basketball, yeah. baseball. Uh, and then you just had to come over to my I, I had to come to, hey, man, I, I got tired of Catholic schools. I, I just couldn't deal with the system for real, for real. And uh, I was trying to find a Cleveland public school that I can come vibe in, play some football. Everybody wanted me to go to Glenville. Uh, you know, no disrespect to the top bloods, man. You know what I'm saying? I got to get my education first, though. That wasn't my first. That wasn't my first demand, man. <laughs> hey, I know about Cleveland Public. Hey, I, I vibe with the Ville. A lot of my boys went to the Ville, bro. Oh. Hey, that ain't that ain't, that ain't, that ain't so GPA school. You know, it might be now. You know, we get an academy. But back in the day, right. dog, it was just football. Like right. I chose John Hay. You know what I'm saying? They had architecture and they had football. Hey, you know, I came, man, bro. Move the mic a little bit because people can hear you from down the street. Just move it back a little bit. Oh, you yeah. don't want to go all the way up there like that every time. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be distorted oh, yeah. at the end. I was learn- I learned that from Jeremy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mike, man. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I came in there, hey, you know, I seen the highlights. You see the scores. You look up everything. And I'm just like, ah, shit. 
this ain't about to be me, man. I can't go out like that. And you know, I, I had that dream, like. I gotta, I gotta be the next high school superstar. And, you okay, know, so that was your dream. Nah, that, at the time, I gotta be the next high school superstar. I gotta come in somewhere. I, I'm gonna be like what you see on the movies. You tra- so you that transfer it? student, take over everybody else's stuff. So you seen like. the superstar that was there already? Oh yeah, man, and I seen T. He wanted. I heard T. Man, twenty going into his sophomore year. I heard T. And he's about to be the starter. I was like, man, T for sophomore, man. I'm a junior. That ain't about to slide with me. Pick first. Hey, Jay's getting picked first. I don't understand how upset. I think I might have cried. Well, T, T was mad, dog. I ain't going to I was so hot, bro. Because he looked at me. Everybody, bro. I was, I was like, y'all let this happen. <laughs> coach, even my even my, uh, my running back coach, even came up to me and was like, right. was Coach okay. Coach Mack and like, all that. Oh, y'all just going to let him do that. I was like, y'all know I wanted that. I, I I didn't dislike you, but I didn't want to be your friend at that point. I know it was. I mean, I already knew what it was. As soon as they looked at the jays, I looked like, at that thing. You heard it. I looked at the green jays and I looked at the white jays and I said, "Are oh, we away a lot? So we gonna wear, we gonna be clean. I can't rock with that thirty. Mm-mm. I'm gonna go for the lowest number possible. The lowest number available was twenty. I said, "Hey, hey, teeth, my bad dog, but I'm about to eat. It is, it is what it is, and." You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. The first game, I definitely rode the bench the first half, bro. I, I definitely rode that bench with that 20 on the first half. Yeah. Until what? Before halftime, that, uh, we played Berea. Mm-hmm. Kickoff, man. It was 10 seconds left in the game. I mean, 10 seconds left in the half. And that was that one kickoff. I let that boy bounce one time, picked up, mm-hmm. took it like 50 yards down the field, 50, broke yeah. the middle, then kicked it back outside. After that, yeah. shit, we losing now. You might as well throw somebody. They put me in that at, uh, Strong safety will. Yeah. Oh, that was it. After that game, it was just like I got the starting spot now. I couldn't play running back like Teeth. You know, I could run the ball, but that 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 wasn't my thing. I love to hit people. Yeah. That was just you know where I took my magic out at. Yeah. You know that first year, you know, me and T started vibing. After, we did after though, because it was you played defense. He played offense, so and it was it just was, like and um. I run the magic. And you was you was balling when you really got your shot. Yeah. And I wasn't really mad after I had like got the other jersey. I wasn't tripping or whatever. But I, we was winning. We was winning. We, we was, was definitely winning. Winning. Um. So, but you said earlier that your dream was to be the next superstar high school player. Yeah, that, that, was, that was your dream. That was my dream at the time. I wanted to be that next superstar high school athlete. You know, it's just like I said, growing up. I mean, you see the in Cleveland, man. Not too many people make it out of football. You know That's what I'm saying? saying. And, and everybody knew the schools you made it up. St. Ed's, mm-hmm. Ignatius, Glenville. Right. You know, Mentor. Mentor High School. Definitely a lot of people came out of Mentor. For real, for real. Man, Kennedy had some athletes. They had a grade. Kennedy definitely had some top pro ballers. They definitely that did. That could have came out and did some numbers. You know, and it's just like, I, I want to be that guy, you know, on Fox. On Fox. Cha- <laughs> on Championship <laughs> Week. <laughs> Playing on Fox, you know what I'm saying? I love it. <laughs> Out there at the uh, Hall of Fame uh, Stadium in the cold and just be a superstar. I, 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 that's what I wanted. So what what did you make out of your time there? Did you feel like you were close to it? Um, um, I felt like I was real close. You know, like I said, uh, don't get me wrong, John Hay is a good school. But at the time, it, it wasn't it wasn't the best, and it was an opportunity to like, if you're really that good, this is what we can do. 
You know what I'm saying? If you if you're really that talented and you really want to be the best high school superstar, you want to set records, you want to you want your name in the tabloids, newspapers, everybody know your name. Here's a shot. You have a team right here that's like what one in ten, two and nine. You know what I'm saying? Previous years. Who? Hey. No, we weren't. Um, oh man. We were six and four for about three good years, but we were on the rise. We were definitely on the rise. Ah, they was on the rise. Yeah, we were definitely on the rise. Cause not our sophomore, not my sophomore year, but my junior year and senior year, we had. No, not that year. We're talking about before that. I know. Way before that. <laughs> All right, way before. Um, you remember when Tuck got body slammed? Was that Tuck? Yes. Yeah, that, that damn did. Yeah. yeah, six and four. We were good six, six and four. And four. Six we were six and four. four, but we were good, and we were winning the um, the Senate championship every year. So that was a good time. Um, yeah, because I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta take over, bro. These, we gotta go to play up. We gotta do something. And it was just like, what can you do? You got, right. you got to test now, cause you ain't playing with the Ville. You ain't playing with the top teams. I went to Joe's. You know what I'm saying? Like. Joe's was, had, a, had a mighty good team, you know what I'm saying? Um, Desmond Howard went to Joe's. Yeah. Uh, London Fletcher went to Joe's. Elvis Gerback went to Joe's. A lot of great NFL players, you know, that's in the Hall of Fame. And it was just like, you know, you, you, you trained with superstars, you did all that, now it's time to play against some of the people. Mm-hmm. And I ain't even going to hold you. My biggest my biggest thing, I ain't care about the Senate. I ain't want to play mm. the Senate. I wanted to play, even though Glenville was in the Senate, I ain't care about no, I ain't care about Rose, I ain't care about Adams. Kennedy, them, them everybody from the hood that you know you grew up with, you know what I'm saying? You, so you, know you grew up in Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. In the, in the city. And I knew people, so it's just like, I know who you is. I know how you play. You used to play sideline pop, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dino Man in the mm-hmm. field, George Monroe All-Stars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A couple people played for Pile Six, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 96 Browns. And it was just like, I'm going to play against the Ville. Why? Because that's the talk of the town. Them boys go to Old State. Them boys go to Georgia, Indiana, Michigan, Florida. Them boys go everywhere. I want to see if I could beat them. I don't want to play with them. I want to beat the Giants. And like I said, going into Hay, it was just like you got an opportunity because you get to play them boys every single year. Yeah. Now, if you fumble the ball, <laughs> you fumble the bag too, hey, you, you screw up. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? True. But it's just like now you get the opportunity to put your money where your mouth is. And I love a challenge. So that was my whole deal. Okay. So, um, so you said you got – You've been close to it. You got. You said you got close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you told us our dream. So my dream, since I started playing sports, was be to be the biggest, yeah. to be the best, to be the to be the most, all of it, to just be all of it. But um, specifically, when I would say my sophomore, my freshman year of high school, um, football was really like I'm going to the NFL, like I'm going to the league, like that's, that's what I'm about to do. Yeah. Um, even but even younger than that, I um. I took a summer and played just basketball mm-hmm. and loved it, and I got really good in that. But I was really almost content with that. But then after that summer, I never took that, I never took basketball as serious as I did football. So I would always be working out and doing football drills and stuff like that, and then working out with my uncle who was just getting done playing um, in college. So it was like, yeah, that was it. That was what I was gonna go do. So then, um, yeah, when I was going to high school, it was I really. I'm going to the league, like, and can't nobody tell me I'm not, so y'all need to get out of my way. Like, yeah. that was, like, my mentality. Like, that was where my dreams were headed. Like, I, it was, like, I didn't care if I was, I didn't, like, care if I was the um, top recruited player. I didn't care if I was, if I had the best, I didn't care about none of that. I was, like, I just know I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the first one in my family to make it to the league. Like, and, and a couple of my, like, 
my step-grandma's people's been in the league, but, and I love them to death, but blood, family, like the Hughes line, mm -hmm. um, nobody has, and it was like, that'd be dope if I was able to do that, because then I'd be able to surpass my uncle, who I really looked up to, and I was like, I want to be better than him, yeah. and this is the only way I could prove it. <laughs> so then, so that was my, that was my mission for a very long time, and it took me all the way to college, you know what I'm saying, and finding a love and passion for it, but um, ultimately, it didn't happen. You know, that ultimately, it just didn't become reality. So, what do you do when, because we're both doing different things now, you know what I'm saying? We're both um, hosts uh, in the entertainment world. Um, you do you DJ as well. Um, you do some other things. You're in D.C. right now. Yeah. But um, what, what happens after, you know what I'm saying? We might come close, but we don't actually hit that goal. What do we do now? Um... I mean, I definitely came close uh, after Hay. You know, I played, went to Bowling Yeah, Green. you did your thing. Like, <laughs> you really got around. Man. You still sticking to man, your I original goal. Yeah. A lot of people we graduated with, man, they gave up on it. I agree. And I, I went to Bowling Green as a preferred walk-on. Um, didn't get a play. To, didn't get a chance to play the first season. Um, we ended up winning the MAC championship that year. Okay. 2013, 2014 season. Yeah. Um, I got a call from Richard. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Rich. Richard Johnson. I got a call from Richard Johnson, and uh, he hit my line up Big and said, "Hey, we need some ballers at Howard University." Wow. Uh, referring to you, <laughs> the HU man, as the baller. We don't bring scrubs on this podcast. Nah. That's the one thing I have not done is bring a scrub on this podcast. Like, can't do it. I really. Like, the people I know that might not be playing sports now, like, really did this. You know really what I'm saying? Balled. Like, really was ballers, even if they wasn't always talked about. Like, and that's what I love about this. But go ahead, my friend. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, Howard actually came to John Hay. Uh, they came to recruit me, Carlin, and uh, RJ our senior season. Mm -hmm. And uh, they only had two scholarships. True. And... I had one, what, the year before that? Mm -hmm. One, the Senate uh, defensive player of the year. It was... Uh, you it did, was, didn't you? It was shared with uh, Justin Hardy and stuff from Glenville. Yeah. Uh, he played strong safety. I was Will linebacker. I had 102 solo tackles. Um, I had 30 uh, combined regular uh, what, uh, team tackles. I had a pick six against Collinwood that one day. Uh Couple kick retirements, punt retirements. Yeah. You know, I was well, man, I fucked up my knee and shit playing running back at Chelsea. Yeah, so what? Man, take uh, us back to that then. What happened in that jerk and that knee injury that really derailed you for a while? So, uh, coming into Hay, I had already received letters from University of Michigan, uh, Air Force, Navy, Army, Marshall, um, any D two, D three team in Cleveland, Ohio, Mount Union, yeah. Central State. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Notre Dame, John Carroll. I, I received offers already about interest. Uh, that summer before I came to Hay, I went to I did raw talent and uh, the Chris Chambers camp. I used to love raw talent, man. That's everybody from the city come out there. You pay a little fee, uh, and you just you just putting in work, man. You got you got some people who already got D one offers. Mm -hmm. They going to O State, Indiana, Michigan, whatever Illinois. They you know what I'm saying you working against them every single day. Preferably Fridays and Saturdays. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I did a little bit of raw talent. Raw talent is where I got my speed. I mean, from. I seen Carl in there a few times. Oh yeah, see, yep, Carl was working out of Warrensville, yeah, uh, doing raw talent. And, uh, 
After my uh, junior year at Hay, I received a letter from Indiana as uh, one of the recruits. Mm-hmm. Uh, possible scholarship. Uh, I had to do my visit. I received a letter from I Illinois. Think a rumor that came around <laughs> that you were that you had a letter that you. <laughs> man. You know I know what's going on, but um, yeah. Yeah. So you man. got a letter of interest. I got a letter of interest from in Indiana. Indiana. Uh, yeah. And you know they wanted me to come down, game opener. Uh, Top recruit, man. It was going to pay for the weekend and stuff. Everything was going to be Gucci. Um, then I received a letter from Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. And I, 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 that was, if it wasn't Ohio State, it was Illinois. That was that was the team I was going to. Really? Uh, Marshall, uh, Stanford, State University. Uh, they wanted me to start at Princeton University, um, Southern University. Um, There's a whole bunch of teams, man. And, uh, that one game, man, we played Northwest Canal Foot. Right. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was 98 degrees. The turf was like 105. Mm-hmm. Everybody was dehydrated, man. Teeth was done. I but didn't even play that game. You didn't? I don't think so. I swear you, it was you no. and J1. I might have. Yeah, you're right. You was done. Uh, J1 was finished. Uh, man, they even tried to poke at running back, mm-hmm. and that wasn't even going nowhere. And it, it got to the point, man, we was down and said, we ain't got no more. Hey, Cody, bro, you used to play back at uh, St. Joe's. Yeah, I used to run the ball a little bit. Go ahead and get back there. First carry, first down. Second carry, first down. Third carry of the game. I remember it. And I was feeling myself. Because this is after Carlin and took two touchdowns, and they didn't call both of them back on some mm. fleet calls. You know, when inner city schools play. Suburban schools. They don't really want the Mini City boys to win. And, uh, you think so? And them boys ain't cut the grass for us that day. I remember that. No, they didn't. No one's cut. They ain't even that. cut the grass. I don't vividly remember this game though. I know. I remember every single high school I game I played. I was a sophomore. Yup. I. Okay. I I got hurt. That was the only year I missed a game. Mhm. The first um, game ever. I missed. So I missed. The um so I got hurt during the first game um against Berea, Berea. First game, Berea. and I was out the next game. Was that Northwest Canal phone? Toledo start. You sure? Toledo. Toledo start. I thought I played against them. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm confused. So um, that wasn't the that wasn't the that. Are you sure? Because that was was that wasn't that the 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 um team. That Carlin ran and he did that that dumb move where and he hit him inside nah, and then they caught it all they caught it all the way back. That's Northwest Canal Ford. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you played you played in Northwest. You suited up. You I don't played. know. I don't know. They didn't tape you up and everything. I gotta see this. I gotta see this. I, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. We're getting off track. We're getting off track. <laughs> but no, uh, <laughs> I, really, I really was over here thinking about it. Like Damn. I know, I know what you're talking about because I remember you playing running back for a second. But I don't know that I don't remember that game and me and Jay Wan was out and it was I, dehydration. I, I was cramping. Everybody, I can see that. Everybody I, was I was cramping a lot. Everybody I was, was both sides of the ball. Yeah, and it was hot and the field was hundred and five. So and it was dry heat. That I mean that could it look it could have happened. I, yeah. I, 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 I be but uh man but I was getting I, back on, on, on to the, uh what we were talking about. Yeah. I mean, that knee injury, dog. Was, so that knee injury just. I, I ran the ball. One dude jumped on my back. 
And you know how it is. You kept going. Yeah, the the, the linebacker is supposed to hold you, and the safety supposed to come strip the ball. Mm-hmm. But his safety came and took out my knees, mm. and I had a. Uh, but what derailed you for so long? Cause that injury was was messing with you all the way through. Through the senior year, uh, when I got hit, I thought it was just a regular pop. You know, everybody get hit, regular feeling. You know, um, hobble to the sideline. It's cool. Let me pop a motion. Let's wrap it up. A motion. Boy got back in the game, man. Did what it do. Uh, played the rest of the season on that knee. Just bought a knee brace. So you just didn't want to not miss that. I didn't want to miss the season. That season. I didn't want to do it, and because I missed that season, got the defensive player with uh, the Senate. Um, he was playing one leg. One leg, knocking, knocking niggas out, man. Tackle you for need tackle. To get that leg healthy, dude. But Nike. Then you tried to run track. I ran you tried track. To play basketball. Like just get whatever you needed done on that knee, bro. Yeah, I did the uh, the Nike Spark combine on it. I had a. 30.3 vertical. I ran like a 4.6, 4.7, so 40 on that messed up knee. So this is great because this is how dreams can be derailed, man. Yeah. Because you ain't taking you care of you can't, You're not taking care of re- the real business at hand. And being young, you just don't even think that way. No, you don't. I, I barely remember. I don't want to miss a game because I need every I need every film I can get yeah. for these scouts. Like, yeah, I need something. I, I need it. But it was just like, but at the same time, it's like, you gotta be healthy. The best ability is availability. So exactly. if you're healthy and and really able to do what you want to do and be able to be the player you want to play, and that's one thing I didn't take into consideration because I played hurt a lot too. Yeah. But um, it was okay. You could play this game, you know what I'm saying, for your team or whatever. But are you playing your? Are you gonna be able to play your best game? You know yeah. what I'm saying. And for me, it was like I'm just going to give it all I got, and that's that. But, I mean, when it comes to real deal injuries, bro, like, though, like if I, I wish I would have took a year and just got my back together. Because my back was tweaked Same. my whole my whole college career because of a sum, because of lifting over the summer. Yeah. And I was doing something, and I did something, and it was crazy. But it's like, I just really needed a year to, like, get myself. I couldn't even play in the, in the um, All-Star game. Like, Jeez. it was like, it was rough. And I re- that was, like, the one All-Star game I got into. And I was like, damn, I couldn't even play in that. So that's probably the only game I missed ever, like that one in the game my sophomore year. But when you're talking about um, chasing a dream, especially in high school, like real life starts to happen. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It does. Like you get your first girlfriend. <laughs> you uh, like yeah, like you find yeah you fall in love for the first oh, time. Man. You got grades. You you looking at colleges. You looking at. Um, all these different avenues, and not to mention if you got a good or not good home life, you know what I'm saying? You could be yeah. having problems at the house. You could be going through some type of growth, depression type of situation where you don't even know what's really going on with you, but you just know you mad or you don't know how to feel. All this shit that's going on outside of chasing this dream. Yeah. How do you even start to juggle that? Uh, you got to find what, what gives you peace, you know. Uh, everybody has their own certain way. But we just talked. Did I just talk about this with you? But I talked yeah. about this with um Swale for sure. I was like, bro, get your peace. Like I, but I just found out this year, and I'm 23, yeah. and I'm still like trying to keep it. Like nice. I don't even know. I I knew what I know what it is now, but I don't even know how to keep it. Like keep the peace. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I, I think I've, I think it helps with your decision making. No, it does. When it fucks with your peace so quickly and so like. Like where you can't adjust well, 
that's it just like Trying throw you off yeah. and you just but you understand all right, I gotta cut that out cut and in up. high school you don't cut out none of the drama you don't man. <laughs> you don't I ain't gonna lie high school boys for the drama man for, oh, I was, out, the peace man we gonna, we gonna terrorize this ass you know what I'm saying I, I, I ain't gonna lie high school man I ain't know how to deal with that Uh, I definitely have some drama my drama wasn't even on the field. Oh, it was. It was one time. It was a lot. It was that, that one time, and, and this is where I see where my piece was going left. Okay. Uh, I let I let the I let the little I'm a football player. We winning. I'm that man. I'm that guy. We do this. <laughs> I let that get to my head. And the guy. I, I, and then you know messing with you and Jerry, man. You know y'all know I ain't gonna say no names on the podcast, but you know who the girl was. Science and medicine, you know. What we I'm can saying? drop girls' names. I don't. <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> I don't care. All right, man. I'm not, I'm not a big name job for <laughs> men, but for girls, oh, man. we can drop that name. I mean, I, they I, out there somewhere. They gonna hear this eventually. I'm probably. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be the biggest dude in the city ever. I feel you. So it's just like they gonna have to see it eventually. They gonna hear about it. So, so this is where my piece, and this is where. Uh, I really had to get some shit together, man. I was definitely fucked with this girl named Lex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Hey, you know who that is. Nobody gonna know it. It's gonna be hilarious. Light skin Lex, bro. Um, mm. Yeah, boy. All right, say no more. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it wasn't even on some like that type is. You know, it was, it was, I was, I was definitely. It was doing, high school. It was, it was high, high school. school. But I was, high I was doing it out of a bet, what man. Like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm that nigga, bro. Like, I, I definitely can crack. You feel me? I can take a virginity. You feel me? Like, I'm that nigga. I was a fuck nigga in high school, bro. I ain't At I'm, least you admit. I was a, I was a nice nigga. We can always be honest I, in this podcast. I was a okay? finesse, man. I finessed a lot of girls at John Hay. Uh, only. I had a lot of stuff bought. You know what I'm saying? I did a lot of things with a lot of females. I had multiple girlfriends. <laughs> like, all right, then stop telling on yourself, bro. Fuck it. This shit was in high school. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. They don't like me now. They ain't like me now. They don't like me later. It is what it is, man. And, and, you know, I, the reality of this conversation This, this, this was the best, man. Giant was like, yo, sorry for everybody. Oh, I, I got to put Giant in it. But Giant, right, sorry for everybody. And, you know, sorry was on, he was on some like, you can't take Virginia. I'm just like, yeah. nigga, who you talking to, bro? <laughs> like, you know how many girls I didn't fuck with? You feel me? How many girlfriends I done had a multiple times? You tripping. I I got you. I got I got to fuck with Shuddy. And the fucked up thing about it is, when the bat go left, because I actually started liking her. That's always what happens. Oh boy, and That's it was, and it turned into we more. Should, we should turn that into a hood too. Man, it is. That would be a hood. That would be a small hood. That would be a hood. Don't you still? Don't you go stealing our ideas? Man, right? you heard it here first on the Life of Athlete podcast. Hood tales. Hood tales. When you. When you actually go out with the girl you bet with, because that happens. It, it happens. happens. It happens. It definitely happens in high school. Um, and then you actually start to like the girl. Now you got a finesse of how you can keep her and win the bet and do all of that. Man. That would be a thought. It might be a movie. Already. And she was, she was always on that phone, bro. And she was. Our first date. Red Lobster, motherfucking street, goddamn. You was rolling in high school. <laughs> I took the Red Lobster, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was driving. I got <laughs> I had the mama, I had my mama's whip. It looks bad out here. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, man. And, and I, I knew she had vibe with me because I had met her grandma. And she met my peoples the first date. Wow. And she put her phone down the whole entire date, man. But just, just but just but just think, though. In high school, we were showing our parents 
Oh, we were doing that. My, grandma, my mama knew what it was. She, look, Shawty walked up to the house. She looked, like, she looked at me and she was like, all right, how long? <laughs> how long? I was look, like, every uh, girl was our girlfriend at this point. Look, I'm going to take you to the house. You're going to be my mom. Like, going upstairs. 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 I can't shut the door. Yeah, going upstairs. Upstairs. We, got, we got some moments. You yes. feel me? We have yeah, some uh, moments. That's all you need. And that shit was Johnny Bryan going home. No, that bro. was that was not peace of mind. Man, that's that's the first time I experienced the whole LGBTQ community shit. Really? Man. So I like girls, bro, but she ain't like she ain't like the pretty girls, bro. She like the girls that like yeah. me and you. And I just, I wasn't into that. You know what I'm saying? It was a battle back and that that shit right there fucked up my peace. And when that shit fucked up my peace, it fucked up my football head because I became an asshole in the field. And I became an asshole in the classroom. You know what I'm saying? I was just, I just wasn't vibing with nobody. True. But I ain't gonna hold you. It's, it's one little, one little song that brought some peace back, man. It's one little song that brought. Twenty twin. Twenty twin. Shout out twenty twin. Shout out to the. Shout out to the twins. I can't say the names on here. Oh, you gonna shout out to the I never know who they. If you go to John Hay, you know who the twins were. But look, um, so so you said that messed up that messed up your head. Yeah. That whole story. Girls. That girls. Girls, man. Messed up your head and it messed up your focus. My focus. On the dream. The dream. That you had of being. Cause my dream this changed. Superstar half. That dream. High school athlete. Yes, sir. That dream but changed. Is that? Just to play a little devil's advocate. Yeah. Is that the making of your own fault? Like, you had it. Like, you could have did everything you needed to do. Or was it just wasn't meant for you? Uh, That's hard. That's shit. I low-key think it was my fault. You know? So you think it was there. It was there for you to take. It was there for me to take. I didn't take it. You basically didn't take it. I didn't take it. You know, instead of doing extra work, I got the whip. Hey, come on, let's go to the crib. I go to her house. They go to their house. You know what I'm saying? Instead of me putting the extra weight like I was supposed to, instead of me studying my plays extra like or my opponent, my opponents watching extra film like I'm supposed to on the weekends when I want to do extra raw talent, when I want to do a visit, you know what I'm saying? When I want to do all this football stuff, I got into the I'm a superstar already mindset, and I, I just thought I had it laid out for me. Yeah. And I mean, it's easy to get that, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's easy to get that, you know, that idea because you get a lot of attention to everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, my name was in the newspaper a couple of times. Nice. You know what I'm saying? You get the college re- recruits. Nah, it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we was in there. You get the, you get the college recruits. I was in there like once. I ain't even going to lie to you. I was in there. But I was in there, bitch, though. I was, I was, I was in there. I said it. I said it, man. But, um, okay, so yeah. um, doing all that, that did. Um, and you felt like it was more so your decision. See, for me, it's like I think it wasn't that route wasn't meant for me. Yeah. Um, I think um, I was placed in the best situation possible um, of where I was going, but it just wasn't meant for me to go to the NFL. Yeah. Um, and then on and past that. But it wasn't meant for me to be in college playing ball and doing what, what I learned from there. So um, I feel like I'm closer to my passion than I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. But it's not as strong as it was for the dream of playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I felt like 
I can just like vibe now to like where I'm going instead of like basically like I was trying to do anything and everything I could to make this dream come true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of understanding like what's meant for you is meant for you. you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, I don't believe in that. And it is. Um, you yeah. say you don't. I don't. So like, I mean, everybody can say what's meant for you, meant for you, man. But what's meant for you, you gotta take it. I agree with that too. It's gifts without work is dead. Exactly. So it's like it can it could very well be in your cards to do this, but you will never know if you don't put the work in to go do it. Exactly. That's I definitely agree with you with that. But I think some things you could be pushing for that was never meant for you, and it did, and that's why it didn't happen. Yeah, like um, like as far as like detail wise, uh -huh. if it was meant for me to be on the Browns, I'd be on the Browns. Right. But if it's meant for me to be in the NFL, I'll be in the NFL. I wouldn't care what team I'm on. You gotta look at the bigger exactly. the bigger detail is the, the, the high topic of it's the NFL. When you get the NFL, you get into detail. Certain teams. Then after certain teams, you get into certain squads. Whether you're on a roster, you're on a practice squad. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, you get into like workouts. And then you know, CFL and everything else. The ultimate goal is I wanna play pro football. All right. NFL, CFL, AFL. It is what it is. That would have been good enough for me if I if my dream remained if if reality didn't hit for me. Yeah. That's what we're gonna go into next is being a young adult when reality hits yeah. of life. Um because you could dream all day in high school in most in most cases. Even in the most impoverished communities, that's all they have. Yeah. Especially growing up, that's all you have is a dream to get out. That's true. So you're gonna push towards it. But when you hit life and you hit like like eighteen, not even eighteen, but even twenty, twenty one. When you start hitting life, yeah, and like your dream is not paying you nothing, and you gotta still keep going, and you're not at a point where you can, you really, all you need to do is take that one more step, and you there, yeah, it becomes reality. You know what I'm saying? Reality kind of hits on a for me because I'm a realist. I feel like. So I, it hit me on a real level. And yeah. It was like, okay, um, I knew this was a possibility, but I never even thought about it until, for real, my sophomore, junior, probably my my the after my camp, my junior year yeah. of, of college, and then I was like, okay, um, what 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 else would I want to do? Um, what else would I want to try? Um, football was going to end one day regardless. Anyway. Regardless. Um, what else was I going to do after that? So that's the kind of mindset I got into and to finish in my two years. And it didn't help because I still was chasing a dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, it did not help because it, it didn't take – it took until after I was completely done playing to really sit down and be like, oh, shoot, like, it's over. Like, I had set myself up, up, up in – in positions that was good, but not nothing I wanted to do for real. So it was like, okay, where do I find this? Where I really want to do this? Yeah. And it's like I really had to take a lot of L's figuring that out. And it's and it's really till I started this podcast that I really felt like I was in what I really wanted to be doing or what what I really could see myself doing for a long time. Yeah. So that's where I feel like juggling life in a dream kind of. Um, have to be have to has it has to be thought about um when you're talking about how do you make a dream a reality you have to think it through 
Um, what what are these steps you need to do? What is this you need to do? If it's if we're talking about entrepreneurship, because we talk about entrepreneurship, um, every entrepreneur has to have a plan. Exactly. To get their business off the ground. Exactly. And I think that's what we can turn dreams into is a plan. A plan. You can have this ultimate dream, like oh, I want to, like like I said, I even tweeted this. I want to be the best podcaster, best interviewer in the state of Ohio in the next two years. Yeah. I might have said three, but I was really thinking two. Two. Yeah. Um, now I set that dream up. What is the plan. what is the action plan yeah. behind me getting to this? What do I need to do next? Where, where do I need to go now? I have kind of a, a mission to go through. And I think that's one thing I was wrong. Um, one thing I was missing was my dream. But I just knew I wanted to go to the NFL, like strip line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know who I needed to actually talk to. Me. A lot of these players was 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 playing against each other in these in these 707s, in these in these um, different um, camps and different stuff like that. Especially in high school and senior, junior, senior year. Oh Like yeah. building those connections. Like Trust I missed all of that. It was just me. It was literally this, bro. It was me football. And then me work out football. Me, you know what I'm saying? It was just me. It was just doing that. It was never like, oh, let me see what he knows over here. He might know something I don't know. Oh, let me go work out with him. He probably got a good workout. In. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let me get these people that could really help me get, oh, let me talk to a coach that might be coaching in the NFL one day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All of that stuff really matters. But that matters in business, too, as an entrepreneur. Oh, let me go to this business meeting to meet these people. Oh, let me go. Just in entertainment. Let me go to this party. That they're gonna be at and just say what's up, yeah. um, show them support, and and you know what I'm saying bounce around like that. Like you really gotta do that, and I feel like I missed that because I can't even like get a 707 together just yet. Like I can now almost, but like when I was in high school, I couldn't feel like I could call up seven like 14 people and go let's do a 707. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I I but I always wanted to do shit like that. Yeah. So I don't think I actually juggled life in the dream well at all. Cause I needed to be more diverse and just who I was talking to, who I was opening myself, you know what I'm saying? To have relationships with down the line. So it made other stuff connect. Yeah. Like you and Benny connected, you know what I'm yeah. saying? To get you down there to Howard. Howard yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you doing your thing at Howard. It's all about that. Cause it's about, it's about who you know. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, shit, we, uh, the, the turning point, you know what I'm saying? Like juggling, accomplishing goals, how you get on point, how you stay focused. You know, the, the turning point for me when my brother died in Cleveland, man, I mean, we lost the game that day too. We lost to Hampton. It's the first time losing to Hampton. Yeah, man, we, we lost to Hampton. First time losing to Hampton ever. Uh, I got a phone call that morning, like 6 a.m. Like, yeah, they shot your brother. Really? Yeah. So I shot him over there by uh, Quincy Avenue. And, uh, I took a toll on me because I was like, all right, now you really have, like, a goal to set. Nah. Yeah. It's like, you were supposed to do this goal, but you were slacking. So because you were slacking on that goal, that's possible with, with accountability. Because I was saving up for him to move out to D.C. That's cool. And I was bullshitting around with partying a little bit, spending money here, here, and there, buying this, buying that on girls. But I could have did it. And then that that event occurred. So after that event occurred, it was just like no more, no more wasting. I, I hit the gym every day, uh, extra workout. Uh, I joined um, Perfect Performance out there in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. You know, it was it's ran by Leonard Stevens. He's played for the Seattle Seahawks, uh, Redskins, did a little CFL uh, as well. 
You know what I'm saying? I met I met a couple of trainers, a couple of CFL scouts, a couple of athletes. Um, I can't think of his name, man. Or uh, tight end for the Redskins. Uh, used to work out with him a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't work out with a couple people in the AFL. You know, uh, CFL, yeah. NFL. All that, you know, and then it's it's just one of the motivators that push me, man. Like I gotta go to the pro, I gotta go to the pro now. Like, I gotta get my peoples out. I gotta do what I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to be that. And that guy. pushed you. Like, that pushed me well because it's like my cousins was doing it. You know, Jerome Baker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Played at O State. Played at Benedict in high school here in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Got shot at the Miami Dolphins. He's doing his thing now. Yeah. Niggas like Shout out to the man. face of the Dolphins. You feel right. me? Right. Other cousin Dunk, you know what I'm saying? Dunk played at uh, CCC. He really is, too. And Dunk, Dunk. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Rome is the face of the Dolphins. He really is. I ain't gonna lie. And, uh, shout out. Shout out, out Rome, man. And Dunk, you know, Dunk played at CCC. Then he ended up going to St. Francis, you know what I'm saying? And he took over that whole franchise and that program and became one of their top defensive backs ever to play. You know wow. what I'm saying? And Dunk, you know, Dunk has been on Pittsburgh, you know what I'm saying? He's done things for the Arena Football League with the Philadelphia Soul. Right now he's with the uh Chicago what is it? Um the um the Steam Steam Willis down in Chicago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the indoor football league. Right now killing the game. Like just high key killing the game. And it was just like, yo, I, I see my I see my cousins doing it. I see my boys doing it. Like I gotta do it too. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't no ain't no excuses. And it's maybe says about who you know. Yeah. I, I met you know I met a CFL scout and I got to working out and you know what I'm saying I, I got my opportunity. Mm-hmm. My opportunity was was Saskatchewan uh, CFL team, and out of the workout I was the number four receiver. Wow. Right out of that workout, wow. over a hundred people was there at this workout. I'm not even gonna lie. You See, know. that's what always happened to me too. Like every like I wouldn't get invited to a lot of camps, but the camps I did go to, every single time I won running back. Like the be- first place award, I was doing, I was, get- I was getting all of them. Like every time, I was yeah. getting noticed. Yeah. I just didn't do enough, and I just didn't know the game well enough to See, do it. Yeah. But what you spoke on about your, um, your, your brother's death, yeah. Um, what's crazy is, um, this is the anniversary of my uncle's passing, um, two years ago, wow. and that really changed me a lot. Like, yeah. it really like, it was going into the new year. It was like, it was crazy what that, what that one death did for, to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as far as motivation, as far as getting things done, as far as, like, graduating, as far as all, like, all of that stuff, literally, like, it took it home, almost. Like, it really pushed me past, like, what I thought I could do, and I was doing it for somebody I had lost, and I think, um, when it, especially when it comes to dreams, it's like, you really wanted them to see you, you know what I'm saying? in that position because exactly. that's what you have been telling them your whole life. whole life you know what i'm saying so it's like it really like i gotta do this now they gotta see me yeah, so it's like i think me. that really puts um i really I think, I, I think that really takes some people to that next level um unfortunately um but it, i mean i wrote a couple other things down i mean even uh like like, with, like when you get hit with bills and when you right. when you have kids, like that's a whole different type of motivation. Right. I don't know that motivation I ain't got no of, kids. Of, <laughs> of kids yet, so I can't really no speak kids. on that one. But every time I talk to somebody, like nah. that's what they, how they feeling. Like yeah. I'm doing it harder for them, for them because they really the only thing that matter at this point. And I can see it, yeah. but I don't I don't feel it yet because it's like I don't got no kids. So like for one, it's just like. 
I want everybody to understand that everything you do in life is not an accident. There's no such thing as accidents. Wow. Uh, if you have sex unprotected and you have a kid, it's not an accident. Wow. It's not an accident because it's not. you purposely wanted to have unprotected but be, sex. But be real, you got out of Dodge a few times. Oh, I dodged. You see lot. what I'm saying? I mean, don't get me wrong. You see what I'm saying? Like, some people just ain't get out of Dodge fast enough. Like, and that's how I be. It's the risk of winning to take. hard on them. It's, I'm, I'm not having I, I'm not going to be hard on nobody. But I'm it's just like this. It's, it's a prime example. Uh, you know, Saudi got a pass. Right. You know what it is. You know who she's been with. You know the persons. You you heard stories, ah, but you choose, but you still choose to have unprotected sex with somebody. That's tough. What are we talking about? We talking about college. We talking about high school. We talking about we talking about adults. As adult wise, adults. So like because you brought up kids, twenty three you, and you talk about twenty three and older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should know. You should, you should know, know what's going on. And, but, and college, you should know but too. College, you should know. You learn. That's what you learn. You learn, but there's no such thing as accidents. Look, I did not know who I was bringing onto my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a grown man's podcast right now. This is yeah. a grown person's podcast. Oh yeah. But, um, all right, we gonna finish up how we always finish up with the. If you don't follow us already, follow me at the Life of X Athlete on Instagram. Use the hashtag XAthletes for all your XAthlete questions and concerns and comments on this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you who listen. Please follow the group, Facebook group, uh, the XAthlete group. Um, follow me again at the at underscore King Teeth. Um, follow me at follow you. you know follow me at Cody Terrell C O D Y T E R R E L L underscore. That's on all social media platforms. I don't get on face. I don't get on Facebook. So uh, like uh, you know Twitter, Instagram, Cody Terrell underscore C O D Y T E R R E L L. You know what I'm saying? For underscore. sure. And I appreciate you getting on here. Um, I don't know. We just me and you be just talking, so <laughs> it's hard for us to stay on track anyway. But then we want to put a topic. It's the vibes, man. <laughs> hey, but I hope we answered some questions. Hope we got um, you got a little taste of what we were going to do. We were chasing our dreams to go to the league and be that superstar athlete. You know what I'm saying? Um, what do we have next? What's your workout tip, man? Um, you said um, you was about to get back going. What's your workout tip of the week? I'm about to get back going. You know, get ready for the CFL workouts. But um, man, my workout tip for the week, dog, is you know die today, live tomorrow. So you know, yourself. I mean, yourself. take some time out, put that phone down, <laughs> put that social media down. You know what I'm saying? Just if you if you can go above and beyond for that day and that moment, whether you want to run two miles, but you got an extra point five left in you. Go ahead and kill yourself because you're going to feel good when you wake up tomorrow. And every little bit really of bad. extra work counts. Oh, really, really bad. Trust me, man. Yeah, I mean. I agree, but that is, that is, that was probably one of my biggest downfalls. Like, because I thought future tense. Yeah. So I was like, if I go too hard today, I'm not going to be able to go hard tomorrow. But nah. that's definitely not the way you're supposed to do it. Thank you. Gotta, every, yeah, you got to do Every workout is its own workout. Everything counts. And that, you're going to be able to recover. That extra suicide count. That extra 10 push ups. Right. It adds an extra bottom muscle. You already did everything else. <laughs> yeah. You already did everything. I like that. I like that. I ain't even gonna do it to this thing. I like that though. What's your motivational song? 
that you get ride that you ride to that you bump to. Uh, that I bump to, out. man. When I'm about to go to workouts. When I'm about to go to workouts, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I'm a little old school. For, for, I love to put some Tupac on. You know what I'm saying? Team know this because I got a penalty for this. We play a video game. Uh, <laughs> we, I definitely play it. My song has always been the same, yo. It's Hit Em Up by Tupac. Hit Em Up by Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Cause I like it. It's, that, it's just that vibe that just, hey, fuck everything. I got to do what I got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And that is the ultimate reason behind the season that we here. Um and chasing your dreams, you just gotta sometimes do what you gotta do to get Yes, sir. And we talked about balance and juggling and trying to still chase your dreams. You gotta remember the priorities that are that that you set for yourself. Is the dream up there with your priorities? Because if it's not, it's gonna fall by your wayside. But yes, if it sir. is, you'll be able to navigate towards that dream, even though chaos might be happening in your world, in your life, or anything like that. So just remember, in chasing your dreams, it's all about how much How much do you even want this? Do you even want to do this for real, or are exactly. you just lying to yourself? We have to be honest. This is a very honest podcast. This is a very real podcast. Very. And we're going to be very real about our abilities and our talents and what we see ourselves at. Nobody can tell us where we can and cannot go. True. But they can help derail the moment. Because you got to put in the work. You can't you can't expect them to put the work in for you to get you where you want to be. Exactly. Um, that goes for anybody in any field. Um, if you want to be the number one guy in your company, you got to beat out the number one guy. If you want to be the number one quarterback on your team, you got to beat out the, the QB one. You got to exactly. beat him out. Take your spot. This, this is all. This is what this is what this life is about, and it's about. Taking people's spots and going to get it. No, but really, really, it's really about going to get whatever you see yourself getting out of life and taking that and taking that seriously into your life and developing developing a culture behind your life that helps you and only benefits you closer to your dreams. But you got time. Things is going to go left things are gonna go right you're gonna think you have it all figured out and then you learn something completely new exactly just stay open stay ready to learn and stay ready to adapt and you'll be able to chase your dreams anytime you want so my brother my brother from another mother yes sir. um you said hit him up hit him up hit him do you up. have any motivational um quotes you go by because if not i'm gonna look up one <laughs> <laughs> like i said i mean it's one that i created myself which is later you know die today let them all you know what I'm saying? That's and you know that and that, that goes with the workout. Just die today, little them up. And it's just for workout. Purposes. It's workout purposes <laughs> only. Die today, little them up. Die today, live tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? But keep with that one. Die today, live tomorrow. But, that can be in your workout. That can be in your job. I mean, it's something else I do too. You know, for the fans, little quote. You know, be strong. You know what I'm saying? We are we are not here to play dream or drift. You know, you got hard work to do. And heavy loads to lift. Shun out the struggle for it's God's gift. Ooh. Be strong. You know what I'm saying? Bars. The noobs know about that. Be strong. <laughs> oh, you is a noob, actually. Yeah. <sighs> little cap, little, little cap of motivation for Look, you know what I'm saying? Any girls who listen to my podcast, listen for me. Don't listen to this noob, okay? <laughs> listen to the noobs. Listen for me. Love the noobs. <laughs> no, but I appreciate everybody who listens. 
We gotta be over 500 by this time. We're about to go into the new year. Set your goals. Let's go get it. Let's go enjoy life. I'm trying to be motivational for y'all as best as I can, but y'all motivate me to keep going and go harder. Um, I'm gonna get this thing to heights we never thought possible. Yes, sir. And 2020 coming, so I'm all inspirational even more. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate you, my brother. Anytime, um, my man. And we about to be out of here. This life ex athletes, and you know that. Baltimore. Hello? <laughs> Look, you can just keep talking. I just want you to talk into the mic. This is literally how we gonna be talking. <laughs> Every time you like hello. But no, basically I gotta know my crowd. Like damn Baltimore. Okay, cool. I'm mm -hmm. like, what's Baltimore's favorite song right now? Right. And then after I look up Baltimore's favorite song, it's like, okay, what song come after that? What's next? What's next? What's next? And I just vibe with it all the whole entire day. Then I download it. Okay. Then, I, then it's, it's to the point you don't have to know the whole entire song. Yeah. But you gotta know the pieces that that. The Basically pack. all of it. Like, you gotta know the hot pieces. Exactly. That can break the break the, um, or you could take a break and be like, Duh, and they kidding it. You know, you gotta know that break. You gotta know that. Exactly. Like when TK come out, you know what I'm saying? Hey. I'm up in the uh -huh. Everybody know that. Yes. <laughs> you gotta be able to know that. And you gotta it's really about timing. Exactly. It's about um like the rhythm and, and, and like where like if you got hood if you got a whole bunch of hood niggas in here, yeah. you gotta go a certain way. Exactly. If you got a whole bunch of females in here, you got you can hit a whole nother different way. Yeah, you can't be doing all of that. So it's like that's why I like what I'm doing because I wanna cultivate the people who actually come to my shit. Exactly. Like I don't like who people who gonna fuck with me and what I do. They gonna come for my shit. Exactly. Like I want my own niche, and I don't wanna like take out any one group. But it's like I do want a certain vibe in there, and we gotta. And I we gonna have you gonna have to know how we vibe at one of my shits exactly. from somebody else's. And I think that's what's going to uh, like like I was saying. I was telling this to people, um, like some DJs I know. Uh, it's not about. For me, it's not about being at the 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 litest event that nobody knows your name at. It's about the event that you cultivate and you put on. They came in for your sound and what you do because that's gonna make you your money for real. Exactly. If you keep going now, you can catch you know what I'm saying a group here, a group there that fuck with your vibe yeah. just as much as they fuck with the venue's vibe in its entirety. But um, you gotta find what you staple on yeah. and. Um, I think that is so important for entertainers because, I mean, that's what people do with music. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. So especially like with host, we really got to empower ourselves to like, and host and DJs, like really got to empower us to get their sound and then cultivate the people they want around oh, yeah. that sound. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Usually it's like, I get a lot of gigs, man. It's, a lot of people know my name. That's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But it's just like how like, how are we gonna get them to remember that? How they gonna remember that? So once I feel the vibe for the area, I know the crowd I'm working with. I know the age limit I'm working with. Mm -hmm. I know you know the standard, the type of music we're gonna be playing all night. I'm gonna get acquainted with my DJ. A That's a fact. Hosts, That's huge. That's huge. DJ. You gotta get acquainted with the DJ. The DJ is gonna control your music, whether you on the mic or not. It's technically his. Shout show. out Brita Bull because she really said that to me earlier this year. 
She was just like, you just gotta know. Yeah. You gotta know your DJ. You gotta know him. You gotta kind of know what he do, and you gotta rock with him too. You can't be like they can't. Y'all can't be at no beefing during the party. That's gonna throw out the vibe. Like everybody gotta know what what they supposed to be doing. That's why. That's why it's big, like for me to have my own, do my own thing. Cause I already was throwing my own shows, so it was like. I need a D. I need the DJ that's that I know where they're going and they know where I'm going mm-hmm. and we can vibe, but we also know who's in who who got the last say so and everything. Like, exactly. and if it's my event and I'm booking you as a DJ, like this is what we about to do. I right, bet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. I can I can worry about something else. I know he got his. You know what I'm saying? It's like building that team. Like he knows what he's got to do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? To put on the best event possible. And um, as host, I don't. I feel like we. Like it takes us a long time to really start to do that and and and, and really empower ourselves to really just um, be able to take over. You know what I'm saying? Every yeah. event. So it's like I know when I walk in, I ain't gonna lie. I walk in sometimes I see a quiet crowd. Yeah. Sometimes I see a lit crowd, but I know when I get on the mic, it's it's, it's a knockout. Like like I said, my my boy DJ Sarah. Yeah. Literally. I know him to the T because we do so many events. Yeah, that's like, the best, though. I know what he's going to play next just because I know his vibe. And I know I pick off what he pick off and he pick off what I pick up. It's like if he playing the song right now, you know, I needed some shit with some bop in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As soon as that beat drop, you know what I'm saying, when the Jabby Walkies come in, I already know, all right, he about to get some ass shaking going right now because the crowd is in a smooth hype. Boom, he about to drop some black youngsters. I'm going to start speaking our legs. Girl, I want to see you twerk. <laughs> Throw a little money, you twerk. He going to pick up the vibe that we both picking off on? Cool, that's what he got to play next. Yep. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. easy.